I'm Bonnie Roberts of Aspire Coaching, and this is the Momspiration Podcast. I share with you some of the most beautiful language I have found in the words of poets and writers who have influenced me and what I personally have learned from their masterpieces. My mission is to inspire moms because moms then lift and inspire their families and communities. I share these selections for educational purposes only and encourage you to search out more of their work if it resonates with you. Minimize distractions as you listen in full presence to get the most value from this program. Let's dive in. We hear a lot these days about loving ourselves. Why is that? Well, because it's the number one foundation for living a happy, fulfilled, successful life. The truth is that we can only love another person to the same level that we love ourselves. Because all love is rooted in our own hearts. When we judge and shame ourselves, we close our hearts to others and to the world. We cannot even see others clearly when our hearts are closed off. And how can we love that which we cannot even see? Our culture believes a lie that criticism can be constructive, which is why we criticize others often and ourselves almost constantly. But in reality, anything that tears down cannot simultaneously build up. Shame, guilt, judgment, and criticism only paralyze our progress, leaving us feeling unsafe to risk ourselves in the world. What is constructive is seeing ourselves clearly, taking responsibility for the way we show up, and accepting ourselves completely. What if we cultivated a relationship with our inner selves the way we cultivate relationships with the loved ones in our lives? How do we build those relationships? We spend time together, we talk, we give gifts, we acknowledge, we smile, we serve, we see the best in that person. Self-love is nothing more than doing all these things for ourselves. Because your first true love was you, your last true love will be you, and every true love in between, you guessed it, is you. Other people simply reflect back to us our own beauty and magnificence. And the more we treasure ourselves, the more of ourselves we freely offer to others which blesses their lives in ways we can never fully know nor comprehend. I love the simple yet profound way that young Pueblo describes self-love in his book, Inward. Self-love is the beginning, an essential centerpiece that opens the door to unconditional love for yourself and all beings. Self-love is a sincere acceptance of the past, an agreement to make the most of the present, and a willingness to allow the best to occur in the future. Self-love is the nourishment that gives us the clarity and strength to love others well. Self-love is personal evolution in action. Self-love is creating space in your life to heal your body and mind. Do not confuse self-love with thinking that you're better than everyone else. True self-love is accepting yourself for all that you are, especially the darkest parts. Self-love is doing the work we need to do to be free. End quote. He describes self-love as the opening of a door, and this image is repeated in the poem that I'd like to share with you today. It's called Love After Love by Derek Walcott. 
is a beautiful portrayal of what it might feel like to meet yourself as you would another person. Its simple language illustrates the elemental, foundational nature of this core relationship that we silently nurture within our hearts. The time will come when, with elation, you will greet yourself arriving at your own door, in your own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome and say, sit here, eat. You will love again the stranger who was yourself. Give wine, give bread, give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you all your life, whom you ignored for another, who knows you by heart. Take down the love letters from the bookshelf, the photographs, the desperate notes, Peel your own image from the mirror. Sit, feast on your life. End quote. Can you feel the elation you might feel coming face to face with your own essence? The bread symbolizes the basic nurturing we provide ourselves. The wine symbolizes the celebratory aspect of this meeting because it really is so special. The bread and wine together evoke a sacramental quality, showing just how sacred this relationship we have with our own heart really is. The love letters, photographs, and desperate notes on the bookshelf reference the history of our relationship with self. There have been good times, there have been tough times, there have been mundane times, there have been joyful times, but it is all made up who we are, and that deserves to be both documented and celebrated. As the word feast also implies, my invitation to you today is just to take a look in the mirror and greet yourself. Smile and acknowledge yourself in some way. Look deeply into your own eyes. This only takes a minute, but imagine the effect that would be created in your life if you did this every time you caught your reflection in a mirror, or even just once a day as you brush your teeth. When we cultivate love for ourselves, we are not just giving love, but simultaneously receiving love. With the sowing of the seeds comes the harvest, which we then get to reap. It creates the most beautiful upward spiral, a spiral of love that expands out infinitely to influence and touch others whom our lives intersect with. I hope this program has inspired you and brought a degree of grounded presence to your day. I'd like to thank the poets featured in this episode for the light their words have brought into the world. Consider subscribing so that you don't miss an episode. For more information about my coaching programs, visit calledtoaspire.com. Thank you for listening in.